0: Change the Live host by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Got an awesome show planned for you tonight. Tonight, I'll be telling you guys how to leave your nine to five. All right. <laughs> Great show. Hey, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Not much. Down,
1: right? Huh? It's another week down. Yeah, absolutely,
0: absolutely. Trying to stay corona free. And uh, <laughs> so, the other producer, Slicks316, give a shout out to my assistant, Joni, and everybody. and uh, Big shout out to my family and everything and stuff. She want to. My my baby boy, we when his friends are tuning in. Where's William? Oh, okay. Where's William? <laughs> he's at home, baby. Hey. I'm sorry. And <laughs> <laughs> my nine year old. All right. All right. <laughs> Where, where's William? <laughs> he's at home, baby. <laughs> Go on, William show. I just told y'all he's sharp. He diff- My baby boy different, uh-huh. and everything. But now, nah, man, we got an awesome show, man. Cause, you know, the times we're going through right now, a lot of people having different challenges coming on, yeah. and uh, some challenges they most of them they, they really didn't initiate. Where you, you're sitting there like, okay, you got to decide if you uh, uh, pay cuts coming along, times getting reduced. You actually some even losing the jobs at all. Yet yeah. this funky crosswords where you really don't know what to do. So we actually did this show about a year ago, uh-huh. but like I told uh, Lab, I'm uh you know, more savvy radio <laughs> host, and I do think we you know we've done this a couple times do a show over to re the information because I do think the information is needed regardless uh, to do that. So, again, we'll be talking about uh, what you need to do to leave your – what things you need to do to leave your nine to five. I'm super excited about that. As always, when we start this show off, I rehash the previous week, and we know what's going on in the news, corona, corona, and a little bit of corona. corona. There you go. (laughs) A curfew? Well, you know I'm I'm in Johnborough. I think they got one out there, but uh, you Clay know. County. Yeah, but I mean, hell, it ain't like we got nothing out there. So, you know, it's like, what, where are you going to go? You know. <laughs> Can't say. Gas tanks. There's so many things you can do on <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> Hey, Boulevard. So, hey, so much you do on Terra Boulevard and Highway to Five. Yeah. so much you do on Tara Boulevard. Yeah, there's so much you can do on Terra Boulevard and Highway to Five. You know, and they they damn sure for to cut old National down. Cut, cut off, you know. And you know what, uh, what, uh, just <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, that's Corona freeze Everybody immune to Corona <laughs> on, a, uh, on Old National. You done been around and they hell, so much stuff on Old National. Ain't no Corona. <laughs> no Cro- Corona's corona. like, oh, hell, no. <laughs> Not old Nat. <laughs> so, I'm saying, them little main corridors, there's so much to do out there and <laughs> stuff like that. So, they have it. I think they should. I think, uh... You know, just kind of, you know, looking at some of the, how China and some of the other countries were able to kind of get ahead of it. They just had to just make some painful decisions and live with it for a short amount of time to kind of free yourself up. But I think until we decide to do that, we're always going to have some kind of problems. Because people just, uh, I don't think these people don't care. I don't think nobody wants to get sick. I just think that if you're telling me it's serious, but you let me do everything. How serious can it be? Exactly. Yeah. exactly exactly you know what I'm saying so it just yeah you can't go in the bars you can't go in the Waffle house order to go and everything but hey you're doing it anyway yeah so <laughs> <laughs> the beat, yeah there you lately. go the beat ain't stopped so um but and just want to tell everybody be safe practice practice social distancing uh do everything you learned in uh, pre-k wash your hands for 20 <laughs> seconds rhyme off don't pick your nose you know, uh, <laughs> shit you learn. Don't kiss strangers There you go. Shit you yeah. learn that, you know, f- four or five years, you know. To it's, do a that.
1: it's a sheltering place out here, but you wouldn't know it. I could have sworn more people out on the street today than it was. It, <laughs> is, it, it, it went into effect at 12 o'clock noon. Man, I would drive Said, say, it sure don't look like no sheltering place going on out here. <laughs> 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 drive through stocked up, Kroger, full of folks.
0: People, people don't have a sense of urgency. Barbershop mm-hmm. open. <laughs> that, that, that's it, and I think they said they to make some tough decisions. That's on what they're gonna get ahead of it.
1: Yeah, they're trying to save it by economics. Save it, well, the economics going well. Uh, I was listening to somebody on on uh, I think it was on NPR, mm-hmm. <laughs> an expert, and the and the guy was like, you know, uh, we could go today. We had four people infected, you know, four four deaths. He said mm-hmm. now we got forty seven.
0: hmm in Georgia.
1: Georgia, yeah, well, wow. in, yeah, in in Georgia, mm-hmm. in the week. so he says, only
0: gonna get worse. Be careful, everybody. Just be yeah. careful in everything. Um, next, you know, in the middle of tax season, I can be honest with you guys. Uh, everybody ain't going through a recession. Tax season, <laughs> tax season been pretty good, guys. All right, all right. You yeah. know, we uh we pivoted, went to a virtual stream, uh, with everything. You know, been uh I was just uh telling three slick three sixteen about being uh. uh it was funny I never knew what a 316 meant for but I was just I just meant to tell you that other day <laughs> you just you just picked yeah it up. <laughs> yeah definitely from the west side <laughs> okay. I meant to tell you that other day but you know but just with you know being able to use you know uh, uh, current technologies to go virtual we've been able to still you know not miss a beat with taxis you know customers been able to do everything virtually you know we're using the Zoom using the hangouts you know, and everything, people sending stuff in. And to be honest with you, and I, and I go over, you know, uh, um, once I finish rehashing some stuff, it, it gives you a, a different way of how business is probably going to be going in the future, you mm-hmm. know. Um, telling everybody to watch out for the stimulus uh, bill got signed. Uh, I think, what, by the Senate. And I think maybe a couple more days, they'll probably get in the president's hands. Where well, everybody probably get those little uh, stimulus checks mm. we got a couple years ago <laughs> and everything, you know. You thought you worry I spend all your income tax money? Surprise! You you know, hey man, shoot! I went down to buy here, pay here a lot of card and died on me <laughs> beginning of the month. And ain't got a chance to get you another one. <laughs> so, so don't, buy don't, his, pay don't, don't yeah! Don't wave the right flag yet. You know, <laughs> stimulus check is on the way. Get you another buy here, pay here, a lot car. <laughs> it's on the way. Um. Another thing I want to give a big shout out to my my second son, P.J. Burton, Junior, be eighteen tomorrow. Mm, um, yeah, birthday. Yeah, happy early birthday, P.J. That's my dude. You know, you know, Junior been Junior around me all the time, and everything. And you know? uh, big, big shout out to P. Man, P, big shout out, man. P. If you can get ready to go in the military and then go start school from there and everything. I'm super excited. Yeah. Uh, for P.J. Man, we was down at the National Guard office today. Man, he was just talking like he ready to get. the – the hell away from it right now, you know. <laughs> so, I'm super excited for PJ, man, and uh and all his endeavors and everything. So, happy early birthday to Pete out and everything. So, um, next, I want to just tell everybody, a lot of us, have, even though these changes have been somewhat negative in, th- in terms of being forced to uh, be in the house and not be able to do anything, I just want to tell everybody, take advantage of this family time you got. If you got time, I mean, some folks, I see the memes about kids driving me crazy, this, that, and that. Uh, focus less on what's bothering you. Focus more on what you guys can do. Communicate more. Play some family games and stuff like that. Because the way we do in life, we're so engulfed the way our lives are. We got to go to work. Kids got to go to practice. We pick them up, do homework, go to bed, and do it all over again. Now we're forced to sit here and enjoy each other. And I just want to give a shout out to everybody Listen, Just do that. Focus less on who get on your nerve. Focus more on how you guys can bond and talk and get to know your kid better and stuff because I don't think people really realize, you know, the vast majority of the day, you don't really deal with your kids. Right. They at school or they sleep. You got maybe a couple hours at dinner time mm-hmm. that you can deal with them. So take advantage of it instead of, you know, uh, you know, just complaining about, you know, they're around and I need a break and everything, you know. You know, just, just focus on a little uh, um, quality time you spend with your family. Last thing is... What I kind of talked about earlier and stuff, the um, what I was talking about, I'm gonna have a show about this about what I what I've uh, pinned the new normalcy, and what I think about, uh, and I and I made it up, so if I see somebody did it, I will sue you. <laughs> <laughs> it is copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, and what I mean by that is, it kind of back, you remember kind of like when the market crashed back in '08, mm-hmm. and you know you had ten people on the shelf and. They, they laid out five and kind mm-hmm. of stretched that one five off and then maybe paid them a little bit more money. And it's kind of like now where you send everybody home and everybody's working virtually, and now you got people like, why the hell am I paying $5,000 a month rent right. for this office space? Mm-hmm. Why are we sitting here doing this kind of stuff? You know, why are we sitting here paying for this stuff to get shipped and not get it dropped off here? All kind of different processes people were doing before are changing because as a business owner, if you don't know how to pivot, and what I mean by pivot, just adjust to uh, drastic changes, you won't survive. Right. So the changes that you make, those are just a new way you're going to do processing. And those processes may not necessarily be traditional. They may be uncomfortable, but you're not really losing anything, or it may even be cheaper. Why do it? Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see, you know, coming out of this, you're going to see a i I personally think, the commercial real estate market is really gonna get affected by this. I think so. Absolutely, because again, people are seeing now. Why the hell am I paying all this money for rent? unless they're gonna drastically drop in prices? Because if we, if 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 I can have a team doing this, it's not mean I won't have an office, but do I need
1: that much? Ten thousand
0: square feet. Right, right. You know. Can I get back with three
1: thousand?
0: Yeah, you Does might yet get office? you a little virtual office and just hub it out. I'm just saying that I think that's what a lot of people gonna come out of this situation where some of the things that they're doing. You're going to see a lot more uh, restaurants that don't really focus on sit-down space. Mm. You know, It's just a lot of things that come out of that. And and I say this to say, before we get started in the show, learn how to pivot. Focus less on what you're not able to do, focus more on what you can do. And Mm. I think you'll be a whole lot more beneficial on you. Um, Again, this is Changing the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. I know some of you guys are looking at it from different vessels. Uh, We're streaming live on YouTube. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel subscribe to the youtube channel like share, um and um, um uh, like share and subscribe to the station I'm about to forget my whole spiel <laughs> on the youtube channel we got over 170 videos on there a lot of good information also make sure you go to my other youtube channel mr short dollar where we talk about personal finance business entrepreneurship and re- uh, real estate investing i had a good video i reposted again today about the things you need to do before you start a business and stuff. That will come from Mr. Short Dollar. Okay. Um, also, we stream live on Instagram and also on Facebook on the Changing Lives. The Changing Lives and Mr. Short Dollar has a, a Facebook page also. So make sure you can catch us all kind of different ways. Mm. Also, us being part of a, a, a Misfits Radio, Misfits Media Group, where uh, if you drive and you can't look at the videos, you can also you know, go to the podcast. Mm. Not only with, you know, all the different, what we got, seven different shows. Mm-hmm. Seven different shows. You can just mine or the other, my other show cohorts. You can check us out on YouTube, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Periscope, and uh, still working on Pandora mm-hmm. and everything. So, again, you have no excuse whatsoever to miss all this good information. Well, with that said, also a big shout-out to Grey Goose. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Goose be loose
0: uh, It's a good stick, and good drink Good information tonight Man, tonight we're going to talk about Hallelujah <clears throat> 9 to 5 It inspired me to talk about this show in particular Just get this information out Like I said, a lot of people going through a lot of drastic changes That they have not caused mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of where the economy going and stuff People laying you off, cutting your hours And also you might be in a position where you know, you're just kind of tired of going through the changes. You're like, look, this man ain't listening to me at work. I'm trying to give my supervisor the information. He won't listen. You you have that one supervisor. You know, look, I talked to her, and she's not valuing me. She has looked at me as an employee. I'm beneath her. I got ideas. I got stuff I can bring to the table. And she just like, okay. She look at you like, number. Yeah, yeah. like number. employee mm.
1: 62. <laughs>
0: and you're tired of it. Yeah. And so what I want to do is give you my famous blueprint Know how to lead your nine to five. And um, I think if you follow the things I tell you to do, I think you'll be well on your way to happiness, okay? Um, when you start thinking about, you know, different situations about being at work and you're frustrated, and I can just say from personal experience, just working in corporate America just never feeling like I was just part of the organization. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, you work there, but just, you know, you'll see people like giving ideas and, and, you know, uh, their certain leadership will listen to them and everything. Mm -hmm. And I say something, it's just like I said something in that Arabic. And, uh, what is short ass talking about, man? I said walking off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking for you <laughs> you yeah. yeah, man. Not paying attention to a damn thing y'all said, man. You know, uh, you know, you don't feel heard. You don't feel appreciated. You don't feel recognized. It's hard. It's hard. Life do so much to us, and it's hard to go through that every day. Just not feeling like you're a part of something right, and everything. Right. And, um. That, that, that one of the things that uh, that uh, kind of touched me, with, with, you know, my journey with going out there and leaving my 9 to 5 and stuff like that. It was just hard for me be, to not feel appreciated or wanted, you know, and everything. So um uh, you, you do have a lot of people that actually do want to leave. They have the idea, hey, man, I got this, you know, I know what I want to do. I want to start this business. I want to do it, but they just don't know how.
2: Right, they're in right. a funky
0: spot. They can't, they can't really, you know, just step forward and stuff because they got all the, the, the interest and the want, but just don't know how. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, some folks that, you know, which is one of the things I always talk against, you know, fear. Mm-hmm. And like I tell you all the time, man, I'm, the biggest thing with me is I've never been comfortable with somebody else controlling my destiny. I didn't, you know, uh, we talked about that before, like when you know people. You know you want to go to your supervisor and say you want to raise, you want to do something different. You go to them and say this is what's going on, and you go have that conversation with them let them know all the things you bring to the table, all the things you know, and then they turn around and look at you like you're crazy. And I always say, like, they know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They just don't believe you're going to leave. Oh, okay. They know what you're doing. They know about the records you said, all the numbers you made and everything, because it made them some money. Right. So they know. The thing where they don't know is you got enough courage to leave. Mm. And I just think a lot of times, I'm just so uncomfortable. And I don't knock anybody about anything, but I'm very uncomfortable about people making decisions for me. Okay. You know, if I lose, I want to lose cuz cuz, you know, cuz of Poochie. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you just like, "Hey man, we're going to flip a coin. We're going to get the short black eye or the <laughs> the tall, you know, or the Asian dude." Okay. You got heads, I got tails. we going to flip it. Ah. They flip the coin. Yeah, yeah. Coins. You come in next morning, "Hey everybody." <laughs> Hey Deontay, we're, we're gonna go gonna in a different do, direction. Talk, talk to you. Yeah. yeah, we're going in a different direction. Okay, cool. What are we gonna do? We are gonna like start streaming, right, or right. Hey, <laughs> no, where's no more we. It's just us yeah. Hey you, yeah. <laughs> Security already standing at your desk. You like, what are you at my damn desk for? No need to go back over there. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna walk you down. You mail all your stuff to you. Hey, I did they, they didn't get a satisfaction there with me. I went to my damn office at 11 o'clock at night, packed my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven o'clock at night. Type my resignation. Been a great 15 years. Wish you guys were right. effective immediately resigned. <laughs> shit. I've been on the other end of the stick. Right. Yeah, nah, you ain't finna get me.
1: You said
0: it's not nah, gonna happen. hell no. Nah, hell nah. That that nah. I, I already know what that. Again, it's Change mm-hmm. the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Changing Lives. Uh subscribe to it. Check out all the videos. Tonight we're discussing how to lead your 9-to-5. So now we're get into the nitty-gritty. I'm finna to give you my world-famous blueprint on how to lead your 9-to-5 job. There you are. Okay. First, when we start by talking about phase one, I got it broke down in three different phases, okay? And the first phase is how to propel, okay? And this is very critical because when the, the gumption comes to you that, hey, mm-hmm. I can't take this no more, I can't do this no more. Right. Uh, The worst thing we can do is just go in there and just – you, effing this, that, and that, <laughs> cussing everybody out, getting your call, and you're like, yeah.
1: I did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you, you feeling proud
0: all the way through the park until you got in your call. You're like, I know, the world. <laughs> My wife going to kill me. <laughs> so <laughs> we're in phase one, how to propel. Number one, do your research. And what I mean by doing your research, number one, let's just say that whatever you're thinking about doing, let's make sure it's a viable option. Now, when I say that is, what's a viable option? Can you even do it? You know, like, you want to start selling cookies, selling cakes, or doing clothes and stuff like that? Is it a viable option? Not that you can't sell cookies and cakes. Do you have what it takes right at this particular point in time from where you're at to be able to do it? doesn't mean don't do it, but be aware of where you're at with, with the situation. Okay. Are you in a market that wants to buy your product? That's why I say a lot of times people try to sell stuff or create a business that's not needed for that particular area. You see it on Facebook all the time. Black folk don't support black businesses. And black folks support black businesses. Black folks just don't want to buy the shit you're selling. You're right. You know, again. But somebody does. You're, you're the job on you as a business owner is to find out the people that want to do it. And that's the thing about it. Just make sure it's a viable option uh, to do. Next thing is, you know, discuss with your family. Be straight up with them and stuff like that. Don't just, you know, again, like, hey, I'm going to leave my job, quit my job, you know. Have an open, and honest conversation. You know how it's going to impact you guys uh, financially. Right. How it's going to affect you guys from a time perspective. Is it going to take you away from everything? Uh, and everything. Is everybody on board? You know, That's you get into it. Like you know, you know. You, you see that from the uh Madam C. J. Walker thing. Her husband on board with a lot of stuff. You know, once she start hard charging, hey, look, I'm a man. You gotta, <laughs> you look, I don't care about how much that Hagreesh you selling. I'm a man. <laughs>
1: Live it
0: off her time though. And her idea. No, he he was a sharp dude. Uh-huh. I just don't think that uh they were prepared. I can't even say personally myself, I don't think they were prepared for the challenges. Everybody prepared for the dream. And the success. Yeah, but I don't think nobody prepared for the challenges that come along with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just being a part, uh the stress, uh, and everything like that that deposed on the family. That's why I say sit down with your family and have them you know, discussions, again, where you have everything covered. But just get a feeling how everybody feels, that being your significant other, your spouse, your children. How, how is it going to impact everybody? You know, daddy might be gone for a minute. Mama might not be around, you know, because we got to focus on this. We might miss some parties and stuff. And see how everybody feels about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the next thing is draft a financial plan. And see, this is probably the most important thing out of all three phases. What people don't understand is when you leave your job, and you want to start another business? People have this broad, this uh, wrong perspective in terms of the actual money they need to make.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: See, so if you're making a job making fifty thousand dollars a year, they think, "Well, look, man, I got to make fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm making it. If I ain't making that. I ain't gonna leave my job." You're looking at it wrong. You don't need to replace your income. You need to replace your living expenses. Right. So if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year, but it just costs you twenty five to live, that's all you need to be concerned with. Mm-hmm. If your mortgage, your utilities, your insurance uh your groceries and everything totaling uh twenty five thousand dollars you just need to focused on that mm-hmm. once you get to that you just might be uncomfortable but once you got that covered that's the main thing it's just taking care of your necessities and i think that's what people need to focus on uh-huh. draft that plan to make sure you're replacing your living expenses not your current income okay okay that's very very important because a lot of times people put things off or get intimidated by something because they're trying to get this particular number, mm-hmm. and that's not the number you need. The number you need to be looking for is your living expenses. Okay. And remember, when we're looking at those living expenses, we get the needs, not the wants. Um, the next thing, you know, from that point, um, just prioritize everything from that point. You know, even if it's some of your needs, you know, is there a need you can kind of put off? Uh, uh, in terms of that, you may re- going to go back and renegotiate with some of your... Uh, your billers or creditors, you can all get, maybe get a put on a flat rate with some of utility companies. As for maybe some uh, adjustments with your mortgage and everything. Again, you don't have to hit hard times, but again, it's asking. Just like I put out in the show last week, preparing for uh, economic crisis. Hey, I'm just taking my personal experience. I don't call all my mortgage companies. Right. All of them got stuff put off and everything. I'm waiting for one bank to call me back tomorrow. I was told I can put a whole year off. And, co- and it's just another year on the back end to the loan. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just saying, okay, ain't yeah, nothing, hey, right? hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Say, say, yeah. Say it don't take nothing but the call. Hey, hey, no. nothing but the call. Hey, what well, my man, one call, that's all. <laughs> Come on now, and that's it. That's it. I call, and this was just being proactive. And and listen, when and I when this I when, the when, time they being nice about everything. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I'll just be on here talking. I, I practice what I preach. Uh huh. And it's just this is a conversation yesterday. I'm waiting for them to call me back. And it's a major top five bank too. So I'm just telling you, it's not like you know these folks got that. They don't want these houses back. They don't want much. them called back. It's just a matter of calling them. Then someone doing forbearance and everything. They got different things. Some stuff may not benefit you, but at the end of the day, they can do them you yes or no. Mm-hmm. So you just give a call, be proactive with it. For the most part, I don't think nobody's charging late fees or anything like that. And a lot of even with student loan, I don't think I think student loans are off for of like ninety days or something like that. No payments for ninety days. Whoa! Like, hey, come on with now. No, with no late fees and no extra charges it, or anything. Exactly. You know, like you with, that you owe. Exactly. Yeah. So listen, just be proactive and just give a call and stuff. Because when you start in this journey of leaving your job and stuff like that, we want to be trying to live off the bare minimum. I ain't saying moving a cave, but I'm just saying prioritize the thing that's important and just be proactive with getting the plan together. Um the next thing is uh create like a soft business plan. Mm-hmm. What I mean by a soft business plan, you're doing, you know, just that initial drafting of your ideas you know, and I kind of get you a mission together, get you a vision together. Do some kind of market analysis. Like I said, in regards to if it's viable or not, you know, what I'm trying to sell, the product that I want to sell, the the, the actual area that I'm trying to sell it in, you know, does can, it need do it? Do they need it? Can they afford it? That's, do I need to be that's first when
1: you have vision. Writing down your mission mm-hmm. and your vision is a very, I believe, is a very important thing when you start your business. That's the first thing you should do to me because it it, it lets you see it on paper, mm-hmm. and I I mean physically write it, gotcha. like write it down. Look at it. See if it's even viable. See, because that lets you, I mean, you can say it in your head. It's going to sound good in your head all the time. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, seeing it on that piece of paper, as you writing it down, thinking of what, what your vision is and what your mission would be in your business, mm-hmm. you may change things. You may, that don't even sound right. You know what I'm saying? Because you're writing it. You're looking at it. you, you You're doing three things at once. You're thinking mm-hmm. about it. You're writing it, then you're looking at it and and evaluating while you're looking at it. All the time. And sometimes when you're writing it down and looking at it and evaluating it while you're doing it, you see things that could be changed, that could be Sorry. maybe done better, mm-hmm. or taken out altogether. So I'm that that mission and vision, writing that stuff down is very vital when you start a business.
0: Well, you know, uh to that point of uh, uh what we're speaking on, and I'm just thinking about grad school one oh one. The difference between the uh, defining the mission and vision statement, mm-hmm. and the mission statement is what you are as a business, and uh-huh. the vision statement is where you want to be. be. Right. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What you are, what you want to
0: be. I'm glad. I'm glad you even brought that up because I ain't addressed what that is. The mission yeah. is what you are. Be is What you are. and The vision statement is what, what you, you want to be. be. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that's a good point, and I think people just need to sit here and do that because that'll be that guiding rule when you're trying to go get get certain things. Just looking at, because again, this soft business plan. Just getting kind of like some initial taste of, okay, Mm is this even a good idea, bad idea? Maybe, and I don't want to necessarily use the word bad idea, but like I said again, is it viable? Should I want to, you know, I want to get this little storefront, but it might not work, but it may be better to sell it virtually. I mean, a time I talked about one of my clients, she wanted to have the bakery store, Mm -hmm. and I told her that wasn't a good idea Mm
2: -hmm. to do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, get a kiosk. You know what I'm saying? And everything like that, because I, I just couldn't see. I know some cake places out here, and I think, that's one brother. I know he's saying he was making all his money selling cakes, but the brother out there, he's point. But uh-huh. I think if you see where he s- sell cakes, I think you understand why he probably got three hundred dollars a month rent or mortgage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. but, but I ain't knocking his spot, but, but I'm you're just saying. It work, right? Yeah, yeah. But, and I what I'm saying is that that's probably affordable for what he's selling. That, that's my point with that. And I, I'm not knocking that, but I am saying you try to go get something in it Square. With the amount of rent. I just can't see you with the amount of money you spending on cake. That you gotta sell hundreds of cakes for you to okay. be able to break even. So that's what I meant by that. You know, yeah, yeah I wasn't I wasn't knocking the guy. Right, right, right. But I think you he understand. He knew he knew he knew
1: his finances it, and where he needed to be it, and where he needed to start at and maybe move up later on. But right exactly, now this is it. Exactly.
0: Kind of like the lady was of them ghetto burgers mm-hmm. and everything she like that. A Wait, s- yeah. <laughs> about no, 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 I'm not talking about her no, no, no. I'm not talking about. It. I'm just talking about it in terms of that oh, that particular facility God. and everything stuff. Kind of like what was the folks on Instagram selling them, uh, all them buttery crabs over there on, uh, on, uh, what was that on Candler Road or oh, whatever. Okay. And they was selling them out like man, it was like a hut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they they didn't upgrade it, but my whole point with it was that was it wasn't really no overhead to kind of hold them back with that. That's what I meant by that and everything. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Ghetto Burgers and all that kind of stuff and everything.
1: You got to start somewhere.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't ain't knocking on the innovation. (laughs) And again, and probably the most important part about that, you know, again, well, well, let me say that with a soft business plan, you're doing the market analysis, the vision statement, you're looking up uh, cost information, price information, uh, you start making projections, getting all kind of stuff like on a piece of paper just to kind of see what's going on. Again, we're trying to focus on that work, viability, would it work? The next part, remember, we're on phase one, how to prepare, which is in the last part about that is you got to make the decision to leave. Once you make the decision to leave your job, not that you're going to leave that next day, but mentally make that decision to leave, all your movements and everything going forward is going to be channeled towards that. A lot of times people talk about, I'm going to leave this job, you know, I'm going to do this next year. When I get my, you know, student loan, or income tax refund, I'm going to start this, that, and that. And, you know, they just talk. Once you make a real decision, like I'm gonna go brush my teeth, I'm gonna go take a bath, you that see or something that you have to amazed like a necessity, all your movements gonna be towards that. Mm -hmm. You're gonna save, you're gonna just think differently. Once you make that real decision, not the thought, but the decision, all your movements are gonna be that way. Everything, Mm -hmm. everything. You ain't gonna compromise nothing. Man, you be like, hey dog, man, I gotta, you know, you ain't gonna loan out no money. You ain't gonna get in those situations, bro. You're not gonna get a business started, man, in a couple months. Everything ain't gonna be that way. Mm-hmm. It, nothing can stop a person that's focused. A focused person is gonna be doing everything in regards to making that goal of that dream happen. Okay? Again, it's a change of lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel, like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Tonight we're talking about how to lead your nine to five. We just went over phase one, how to prepare. Now we're going over phase two, how to transition. Okay. Here's the deal, and this is the most important thing, okay? You know, got you a couple gift baskets. You don't went over down the corner of uh, Bankhead and Jackson Parkway. You selling them gift baskets. You booming and everything. Everybody like it. You know, hey, this is cool. This is cool. You know, you made you a little money. Made you, you know, a couple grand. Mm-hmm. Don't you quit your job.
1: <laughs> don't do it.
0: Don't leave your job. Right. You don't went out there and cut a couple grasses. Mm-hmm manicured, feeling good, you know, folks got you on Instagram and Facebook shouting you out and Mm -hmm. everything, you feeling good, don't leave your job. (laughs) Don't leave your Your job. job. (laughs) Don't leave your job because you did what you did. You made some money. Mm -hmm. Okay? Well, we got to understand when we're going through this journey, we have to be rational and logical. We can never be emotional. You have to be very rational and logical. You can't be emotional. You can't just get happy and feel good about yourself and make a decision. You have to sit here and say to yourself, look, this is the way we're going to go about it, and we're going to stick with this game plan, we're going to move forward with that. We're not going to just have something run across our mind or just have little successes here and there and that's going to kind of deter us. I quit. Keep your job. Don't quit your job. Map everything out on how you're going to go about everything by being on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis, even if we're going past the year how each each part of it, different things that you want to uh, 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 occur and things that you want to take care of in order to leave your job. So if you say you want to leave your job by the end of the year, that should be something you're doing each each month of the year, each week during that month and each date that's working towards that goal in conjunction to your regular life, life that you have right now. So, you know, one month you may be looking at initially, let me get my logos, let me get incorporated, let me get my business license. Excuse me. Next month you might got your website, your flyers and all that kind of stuff, but you're going methodically and at you know in a and you're organized at a point where you're getting everything uh making everything happen. Uh stay motivated. Stay motivated in the process. You wanna make sure you're reading books, talking to people with the right attitude, checking out podcasts, movies, getting mentors, looking at a show like mine, changing lives. <laughs> you know. But you making sure you're around good energy. That's gonna be kept you getting to that way. Again, we're talking about transitioning. Uh, seek at, you know, seek good counsel. Get you an accountant, get you a lawyer, get you a consultant. uh make sure you talk to the people that can give you the right information and not the information not what they think. Far too often not what you wanna hear. Exactly.
1: Not what you wanna hear. That's important right there. Don't have all your friends who the lawyer, who the accountant, who the consultant telling you everything you want to hear. Now you you didn't Jumped out because all three people that your friends from high school they told you that it was a great idea.
0: <laughs> hey, jailhouse lawyers, good in one place jail. <laughs> jail. You know, so I mean, just be honest with you. Uh, and, and, and to that point, just to even go a little deeper into it, don't just settle on Google mm-hmm. because when you look on Google, you're going to get a lot of information. I'm a big proponent of going to Google University, but going to pay them lawyers some information. Mm-hmm. Going to pay that account that consultant some information because they're going to go a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Because on Google, you're going to get the fact, but you're not necessarily going to get the best fact for you. Because, again, we all come to the table different things. You married, they got kids, they got good credit, you don't. You got some collateral, they don't. Everybody got different situations coming to, mm-hmm. to the table. And those people that are subject matter experts, they can evaluate what you're trying to do in relation to what you got going on mm-hmm. and then give you the best map to going through it. Um, that's why, again, big shout-out, make sure you look at uh, – Majestic Bidding Service who I'm the owner of I not brought up, you know, check out that consulting link. You know, book an appointment. You know, we spend a lot of times this time of year, uh, up to the summer, a lot of people coming to us booking appointments on how to get a business started, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, and what they can be doing best. So again, make sure you're just seeking out good counsel. Now we're at a point you want to start drafting out a solid business plan. You actually getting everything, gathering all the information, processing it. Um You got solid, real cost and price numbers, Mm -hmm. okay? You got the real amount that it takes to make a cake. You know, you looking at, okay, I'm selling. It's going to cost me $10 to sell a cake. I'm selling for $25. I got $15 profit per cake. Mm -hmm. You got real numbers that you can actually do some kind of analytical work with instead of you just speaking on hypotheticals and all other kind of stuff. You're getting this stuff together. You're doing the right projection. You have real market research on on the actual target market, target audience, target everything that you want to be selling to it. I'm just focusing on, you know, professional men that work, you know, in the metropolitan areas. Right, right. You know, I'm just doing this. This is the product I'm dealing with for single moms. Right. And, I mean, you have a specific target market that you're selling to. You know, this is a product that I'm selling a lot of uh, uh, – uh, workers want to use this particular boot or belt strap for construction workers or people doing different kind of labor positions. Mm-hmm. You have a specific, you're narrowing it down, you got that, you know where you're gonna target it, you already got your cost together, your price together, now you got a solid plan for you to kind of stick to and everything. Uh, last with that, know where you act financially. The, the, the thing about it is, people are so afraid of what they may deem to be negative. Mm. And you got to be realistic when you're trying to do this kind of stuff. Um, we're, again, we're talking about transitioning. You know, if you have any the money in your account for you to do your business, if your business got any money, if you're going to have an opportunity to get access to capital. I see our people all the time, they, they have a business and say, well, what do you know about me getting a grant? I'm like, okay, listen. First of all, grants ain't that accessible. But if you're talking about getting a grant, like the particular business you got won't get a grant. And you right. try to explain certain things to people, this is probably the best route for you to go. They don't want to hit it. Right. Because the grant seems like it's the easiest because you're asking and you're getting. You got to go get a loan. You might got to do some uncomfortable stuff and put some stuff off. People don't want to necessarily do that. Or you got to put stuff off where you got to work a little bit longer and save a little bit more money. People don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said know where you at financially and be realistic about that. Not hoping or wishing or praying or making moves that probably, I'm uh, giving give a shout out to my boy Jay Humphreys, either uh, H.R. expert, he don't say dumb. He said the opposite of wise. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so instead of doing something the opposite of wise, and making a move that probably won't be beneficial to, especially in the long term, nowhere yet financially. Okay, and I think if you do that, you'll be able to handle things a whole lot better um, than if you you know make a, a quick emotional move because money is very serious. Yeah, and that's one of the things that, you know you see right now. A lot of businesses right now are scrambling trying to get you know access to capital and get funding. And um uh, I've had a lot of phone calls in the past week or so. Within part of that stimulus package they're saying the government will give money to small businesses. And I have to tell people, they're still giving small businesses, but they still doing the same credit the checks pets, and they yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll give it to you, but they still
1: gonna go through the processes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they
0: they ain't changed the standards. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? They just <laughs> made more money available right. to to the lenders saying we'll back more of these loans. But they ain't, if your credit shot and all the other kind of stuff, nah, they still ain't going to give it to you. Right, right. It, the, the, the standards and all this stuff still stay, stay the same. And that's why I say it, like, look, know where you at. Because, again, if it's something that you got to maybe put off a little longer, do that. If it's something that you got to get your credit and stuff straight and getting all these things together, do that. Mm-hmm. Don't ever rush in this kind of stuff. Because what happens when you rush You'll make a bad move and you'll be back where you thought or where you was before or even worse. So that's why I say take all this stuff serious. This is a blueprint that I've been giving my clients for years. It's been solid. It worked for me. It works for them. Uh, I'm not saying it's the most comfortable, but I think it's one of the best out there to, uh, to go about doing everything. Um, and once you know you find you know financially okay, you're being realistic with your numbers, hey, look, it's time to move. Mm-hmm. It's time to get on and move with it. Again, it's a change of your lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. I uh, just talked about it for a quick second uh, ago. I am the owner of Majestic Business Services. We are a uh, full service business service firm where we do bookkeeping, tax prep, payroll, uh, consulting, and everything. Right now, we are in the middle part of tax season, especially with it getting extended. Um, any kind of tax needs you want, we can take care of. And like I said, right now, we're doing, doing virtual services, so don't worry about what's going on with the, uh, the virus. We can log on, do it virtual, got you covered in everything. You know, we're taking full advantage of all the technologies out there right now. So, I've been pretty excited about, you know, the, how we've been able to pivot and adjust with everything this tax season. But uh, give us a call. I mean, you, we do consulting. if you want to start a business up. If you're in business, you kind like of like to hit a brick wall. Like I said, a lot of guys right now, they're in business. They go on these posts and I can't get customers. Like, I listen, if you look at Bar Rescue, if you look at Hell's Kitchen, I do the same thing they do. I'm just black,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm a whole lot smarter, right? Because I, I know the same things they're gonna do. So listen, if you instead of sitting and let your boat sink, let the man teach you how to plug it up, right? So just you know, give us a call at Majestic Business Services, um, book an appointment for consulting and everything. All the links are there, and as always on all the videos, we have links at the bottom of the videos to all our different uh, me- social media and business website links. Everything's there, so you got all the access you need for us. And you need Google Deontay Burton. Everything just pop up right in and out. <laughs> that's that SEO. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I pay a lot of money for that. They, 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 they yeah, 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 You Type in Misfits, and yeah. that's the first thing pop up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it took me a while and everything, but again tonight we're talking about Hallelujah Nine Five. And now right now we're at Phase Three, which is the last part. And it's, uh you've made that move and stuff during the transition part. Phase Three is after you make the move. And this is going over all the things you've done. Once you've made that move to leave your job, what you need to do to kind of not only just, you know, make sure that you're running and doing the right things while you're in business, but also, you know, crash quickly, like a lot of businesses do once they get out there and everything. And the first thing is, hey, be ready. Just jump off that cliff without a parachute. You're going to be scared as hell and everything. I just, you know, uh, one of the sayings we always hear is, uh, uh, "You know, worst fear in the world is fear of the unknown." You going down that dog hall, y'all know what's behind them doors and stuff like that. Hey, you are gonna have to do it. You'll have to do it. You're not gonna be if it, if these if this was something comfortable and something easy to do, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is a very, very, very lonely walk because a lot of people get into it and realize how difficult it is and how challenging it is, and they quit because it's not what they thought. It's not what they guy on that commercial was was doing. He he was, he was drinking his uh, gray goose, <laughs> and smoking a cigar. cigar, talking about how great business mm. is and how he can show you yeah. how to make a million dollars in two and, hours. Yeah, you don't you don't <laughs> see, you don't see Deontay Burton. I've been going for the past three weeks going to bed two or three in the morning. You don't see that. You don't see me, you know you know really stressing out, trying to get this stuff done, juggling five or six balls at a time. I'm a extremely extremely organized and disciplined person you know I I, I can knock out 20 tasks in one day and I function like that and I still be having a whole lot more other stuff that I had to delegate and put off and stuff like that but that's just how I function and a lot of times and that's really because I'm doing multiple things but even just being a straight business owner, that's all you doing and everything you have to be super disciplined Mm -hmm. you got to be able to stay on, 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 on top of your stuff you're not going to, you know, you go to work every day. You might have a bad day going in, but, you know, everything's set out for you. Hey, these are tasks you got to take care of. Cool, let me go to work, do this, mm-hmm. come home. When it's yours, you're the one that got to sit down and, and, and designate what got to be done and how it's going to be done. And you got to be disciplined enough to do it. Put the phone down, no Facebook, no Instagram, no texting no bad pictures or anything like that. <laughs> you just got to gotta focus and, and stay disciplined with what's going on there. Um... Mental toughness. Yeah. Mental toughness. Now that's important.
1: Yeah, and when you own your own business and you're trying to make your business successful, mm-hmm. being mentally tough is very important. Because there's days, man, you just like the hell with this. <laughs> I'm going back to work, or like this is this is just not going to work out. It's just it's a it's a roller coaster ride that you're going to have to take for a while. Some people, I think, what people get mentally strained at is they keep trying things to make the business successful and those things keep not, you know, not, not uh, bearing fruit. So it gets, it's like, Hey, I didn't this. I didn't that. I didn't this. I didn't that. just nothing seems to work. And then that's when you get the post says, black people don't support
0: yeah. no businesses. Well, well, because people don't look at the failures of being a learning, a yeah. learning experience and they want to all have successes and, and, and not realizing like that was just something cause we can't discredit experience. So right. once you know how to do you know how to do it. Right. And you'll know the pitfalls. Now nah, I wouldn't want to do it that way because that didn't work for me. Or I mean, you can be talking, well, like, this is what I tried, now, and this is how I did it. And you can try it, but it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And it may work for you, but you might say, well, look, pooch, well, I did it this way. And I, say, hey, I ain't never tried it. And just have that kind of dialogue and feedback and try certain things. But people so hell bent on they want to be super successful all the time and just get uh, uh, discouraged so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, when they don't have successes every time, and that's one of the things. That's one of the things you have to be, uh, very focused on with doing it. Um. The one of the other things I think you got to be mentally prepared mm-hmm. to work uh, twenty hours a day. You got to be mentally prepared to sit here and just be like a, a bull, and 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 work through being tired. I I hear about works works smart not hard, Work smart, not hard, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. That easy to say here when you you know. When you feel like you're doing something, but you try right. to get out there with that same mentality. If you sitting there competing with with one company or just trying to even just grow yourself, you can't do things in a normal way. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to be out there grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding and mo grind, mm-hmm. sacrificing your time, sacrificing sleep. You're not gonna do it forever, but you gotta be able to go through that pain. Now that pain may last a week, a month, maybe a couple years. Mm-hmm. But it really comes down how bad you want it. If you're properly tracking everything, like we said in the other sections and stuff like that, you'll see where your progression's at, and you'll also be able to see uh, if you aren't having any kind of progress, what may be some of the pitfalls if you're properly tracking everything. That's what happens a lot of times. People don't have successes, and when these things don't happen, they're not properly looking at what they did right or wrong. They're just doing.
2: Right.
0: You know, what I I tell you, man, people get uh, traffic confused with profits. You see these places always got a gazillion people in there. But then, you know, they come, they calling me crying. We ain't making no money and no. all that. I gotta pay for the food. I gotta pay for this and spoilage and all that. Man, I gotta call from restaurants all the time because they're they they they're actually busy, except now. But they actually were busy. <laughs> and, you know, because of spoilage, you got too many people on staff mm-hmm. at a particular shift or whatever, and they're, they're losing money. Mm-hmm. And I have to go through with all that stuff, just kind of analyzing like, look, man, y'all need two people for this shift. Once you get this certain kind of point, look at it and everything. You might want to reevaluate certain things with that. Uh, maybe want to get a different vendor for your meat, though, that you don't have to sacrifice quality, but maybe a cheaper price. Going through and looking at all that kind of stuff, but again, that's you stand on top of your metrics and looking at all your other information and mm-hmm. stuff. A lot of people don't want to do that, but mentally prepared to work hard and stay focused with that. Um, one thing that I will say, now, you know, and I and I'll say this about me, and it's just probably one of the things. Probably that, when one of my strong suits. I don't, I don't sit and dwell on failures as long as most folks. Mm-hmm. If something don't happen to me, happen right for me, I might be messed up for about a day, a day two might be the most. But we stretching with that day, and I just shoot. Let's let's go. Let's get back on it. Mm-hmm. But I know some people sit on their back for weeks or quit and whatever. And you have to be able to have a, uh, uh, be able to quickly respond to failures or setbacks. You can't sit here and dwell on that kind of stuff. Uh, Nobody wants to lose money, nobody want to fail, nobody want to get hurt, but it's going to happen. And how you handle it, how you respond to it, is going to be a big indicator on how successful your business is going to be. It's just straight up, straight up. You can't be sitting there whining and complaining about somebody that got over on you, or people didn't show up for this night, or didn't do that. You got to, okay, cool, I learned from it, I ain't going to do that no more, no, that ain't work. I ain't gonna do it no more. Or next time I might need to have this, that, and that. You can go back to it, but you can't sit here like it's over. It's over. Damn, man, it just didn't work. <laughs> well, that concert I had down in uh, well down in Albany, that mm-hmm. they homecoming had uh, uh, uh what's her name? The girl, she was on botch Miss Miami. She had a what, a sixty inch behind. Really? Lost all that money. Well, no, we 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 almost broke even. <laughs> I just knew it. We had her on. It. She was on botch. Yeah, she was on botch. So you knew it from the money from the roll in. Yeah, yeah. Man, <laughs> man I'm gonna share the promo video of the Albany State Homecoming. She does an advertisement. She has a sixty inch butt. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah, those the other thing.
0: man, she walked around that thing look like that. Uh, the donkey on a. Uh, from a uh, Shrek with, uh, <laughs> with a tails out, oh, wow. but they got on botch. Right. They somebody them, um, <laughs> 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 and I say this to say that I ain't true. We 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 didn't lose all our money with that. We ain't lose, not like that studio, but uh, uh <laughs> but we, we, we you know that was a good learning experience. Right, that was my first. That was my first concert. That was my first concert, uh-huh. first show, and I do another one and everything like that. But I know what to do differently. Right, right. That's why I looked at it like okay. You know, I lost some change with that, but I know what to do differently, and everything. But definitely won't get nobody gonna be on botch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't let a uh, doubt right. sink in your mind, guys. Don't let doubt. Don't don't keep questioning yourself and stuff. Just learn from it. Be, experience is a great teacher, and um, once you know how to do it, you can lose it and get it back because you know how to what get it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people don't want to experience certain things but they are so scared about losing, and. Aren't focused enough about learning, Mm -hmm. and I think once if you focus more on learning instead of that fear of losing, it'll impact you a whole lot more positively than you just being scared to try something. So, um, but also like I said again, routinely check your metrics and evaluate everything, Um, and most importantly, man, enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. Enjoy yourself, man. You know, you know, find some time to rest, chill out. You know, I'm on that P Diddy. Work hard, play hard. Corona got me messed up. But, you know, y'all, you, you know, you see Poochie, I get out there. I get out there. I like going out there having drinks and having a good time. But I'm a dog. Anybody know me. Anybody grew up with me. Anybody grew up with me, they'll tell you, man, Poochie been like this since he was a kid. Right. I've always worked two or three jobs at one time. The whole time I was in high school, I played sports, and I always worked at Chuckles on Bankhead and Rattles. It, with Chuckles and Rattles, same place And mid Midwunners. Uh. I worked all of them for at least three years. Uh. I took tri- about both of them jobs, right. and I worked a pit job, and I went to some football practice. Beautiful. I mean, I always – but right. I, mean, I always been that way. Right. i always been that way. I was 19 years old out there, came more asking a lady for a dollar to take the bag to the car. <laughs> i always been like this. i always been like this. Right. I ain't right. never been seen asking about for nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was yeah. told at the early age, my granddaddy, nope. Nope. <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> and I had <laughs> no, some uncles that, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
0: no. But, uh-uh. Well, you know, even when they said – uh, uh, And not in a bad way, he was just like, boy, go get your own money. Get your own money. You know, if, if it was something I need, yeah, anything like that. But I learned early, and I and I, and I liked it. Like I said, I ain't never sold no dope folk. I ain't never sold drugs or did like that, and, and, you know. I ain't never been locked up. I ain't knocking nobody, but I'm just saying I always just worked.
1: Yeah, I was, doing, I was doing newspapers. Then, you know, I had two jobs at the news agency. I would deliver the papers, but then I would go to the stores, Pick up the old papers and drop off new papers and that paid more money, but you do that like in the evenings, like at nine ten o'clock. So they had a month, the papers for the next day already in there. Uh huh. So you go to all the stores, like the Kroger's and stuff. And they, you know, at that time they had the little paper stands and stuff like that, and fill those things up. Then the kicker was when I got I moved up, I moved to the machines, mm. and you know, they put the that's when they used to put the cords in there, and get the, the paper out, yeah. pull the thing down, and get the paper out. Yeah, well, the machines. If you do the machines, you buy the papers from the place. Uh-huh. If you have four or five machines mm-hmm. and you get enough papers to fill in there, you keep the money because you can already paid for the papers. I got you. So if you got some tr- just strategic places to put those machines, like you go to the, like a store and be like, Can I put this machine out here in front got of you? you? And they be like, Yeah. Just put it out there on on the real estate, and
0: there they line the papers. Glad I've been that young mogul. <laughs> and you know what's man? It's a great thing to think about it because I hear a lot of times, you know, you know, just even going we talking about leaving nine to five. I hear so much information about, you know, Atlanta and you know the West Side and Bankhead, and it's always just picture painted. I ain't never get caught up in that, You right. know, I ain't never been a square in my life. And I say all that to say that it takes. I think it takes a lot more to. Not do the thing that everybody else doing and say about lot you know about you because uh, I do think it takes a lot more intelligence to do things in a criminal way than to do it always the right say, way you always so a lot so
1: more yeah it takes a lot
0: more, yeah, a lot more intelligence. <laughs> so I feel like the guys that actually were doing stuff, they were way smarter than me, right. but for whatever reason, confidence whatever now nah, we can but they didn't do it mm-hmm. but again, like I it, it was harder to do things the right way because that wasn't necessarily cool and i and it's the same thing when we start talking about life. When we start looking at a lot of these businesses, they're worried about themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and bottom line, bottom line, if you got a child, you got health issues, you got a home, whatever, they don't give a damn. About that, no. They don't give a damn. They worried about profits. Bottom lines and all that kind of stuff. You hear the CEOs tell me I'm not gonna take and pay this year. Hey, you getting twenty million damn dollars a year, you got no pay for the five years. You got no stock options. Yeah. Who the hell $20 million salary and you got two billion dollars of stock options. <laughs> you can make twenty million dollars a year, skip it every really. other year, you're yeah. good. And see, that's that, that, and those that are the kind of things I'm getting at. Like, so I, I just want to kind of push people to that, you know, that way of thinking. I'm not saying the way I think is right, but I am saying when you put your life, your family, in other folks' hands, it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean necessarily everybody need to work for themselves. I am saying be prepared or have certain things in place where you can cover yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't you have? I, I get to say it all the time. People say uh, jack of all trade, master of none. It's been times some things didn't work, and I was there to pick it up on the back end. Mm-hmm. But regardless if it did or didn't work, I was attempting to kind of hedge myself, mm-hmm. make sure something, you know something didn't work. And I just think that, you know, times like this is the perfect example. Excuse me again, and I don't want nothing bad to happen to anybody, but times like this are the times that people have to sit there and reevaluate, like, look, man, I done done came to work every day on time. Mm -hmm. I got all these damn awards, and it just come down to no. And it's not that the people want to – I don't don't think the people want to fire you or lay you off. They just can't afford to keep you.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think people – and that's where they make the most mistakes. People have to always be – I always suspect that you're going to be the next one gone, especially if you work for somebody else. I know that's like stupid way to live, but you always have to suspect that because you're not the owner of that business. And that, like you said, that person is going to do what's best for him and his family, and his business. And you may not be what's best for that business at think, any given moment. I don't think it's stupid way to live. I think it's a smart
0: ass yeah, way to live. Yeah, You got to no.
1: expect that one day you may, it may take 35 years you, you got to expect that one day you might be let go. The thing of it
0: is, like I said, I don't think you're in the business owner, if, you work, if you're if you a good worker or a hard worker and you're making me money, I'm not looking to let you go. I'm looking to pay you more money so you can make me some more money. The thing of it is, when it comes down to trimming a fat, I got to push you off the boat for I drown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit.
0: Somebody got to walk Somebody the plank.
2: Somebody got to walk the plank. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> The shark can both of our ass, And this is my damn boat. And this is Yeah. <laughs> no. And I think if you live like that, you're not expecting necessarily to get fired, but you're going to protect yourself. Yeah, right. That's like what I said. When you make that decision to leave your job, all your movements and your actions are going to be towards leaving that job. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing something every day. You're not going to make stupid decisions. You're not going to blow checks. You're not going to forget to do certain things. You're not going to stay disciplined. If you're focused, you made that decision to leave that job. And that's the thing about it. And, again, I, uh, I know everybody can't be a boss. Mm-hmm. I know some folks got to be a worker. But, again, I'm not saying what everybody has to be channeling a certain segment. I am saying find ways to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got that side hustle that can kind of help you and catch some stuff. Because minimum wage, I'm not minimum wage. Uh, unemployment like $300 a month, mm-hmm. a week. If you're saying, look, if I'm making on the side doing what I'm doing, extra $200 a week or whatever, this, that, and that, you might keep yourself on float mm-hmm. while things are going. But if you said I ain't prepared, ain't got nothing in place, man, now you're on V103, ball and Frank Ski, asking them about different stuff, can you do this, and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of it just came down to decision making. Right. We can't prevent health issues. We can't prevent certain things that kind of stuff happens. Right. Right? But, again, it's just like, for the simple fact, I'm talking to you now and saying certain things, you've been enlightened. Mm-hmm. Somebody done told
1: you. That's, that's Same like,
0: thing with me. Once somebody done told me, I know now. Right. I know now. You can't say you didn't know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And that is why a lot of times people don't want to be educated or they told because once you're told, you got to be held accountable. And I just want everybody to look, you know, um, take the information I gave you, uh, be very proactive, look up more and more information you can kind of get, and just, you know, take action for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, again, tonight's show where we talked about how to lead your nine to five, uh, I hope it was really informative you guys. As always, you can go back um, on the YouTube channel and uh, see all the different links. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to Majestic Business Services, which I'm the owner of, you can reach on the web at www.majesticbiz.com or give us a call at 678-479-4007. Book a consulting appointment. Um, you want to just check out, you need uh, any other consulting the links are there. You need your taxes done, any kind of strategic help break-even, analysis, forecast, anything like that, we can get you guys squared away. We got uh, uh, a lot of things coming down the pike in the next month or so with changing lives from the videos and courses we got coming out. So I hope we've been pretty informative to you guys tonight. Uh, I really appreciate everybody tuning into the show. I think we had a lot of great information. Uh, make sure you go leave comments. Leave comments on the Facebook. Leave comments on the YouTube. Share the videos and stuff like that. I don't care if you feel like it's a good comment, a bad comment. I just want to comment. But again I appreciate all the interaction, appreciate the support. See you guys next week. And you take you guys listen, take care of yourself and be super careful out there. Love you guys and talk to you next week.